Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure everyone's saying that, like, Ganassi and Penske are the fastest ones. So, I mean, that's not super surprising. Yeah, that's fair. Andretti looked kind of off, though. Is Man, I can't think of the last time, like, Andretti was ever good at ovals. Like, Tony Kanaan? I guess uh... Honoré? When he wasn't... <laughs> Like, you know, putting people in the walls. Yeah, like early 2000s, not 2000s, 2010s. 2010s, yeah. It's they were like pretty good. Pretty Hunter Ray, I mean, Colton, I don't think is great at ovals. He's never won an oval race. He's, I don't think so. He's only really? Ever, yeah, he's, yeah, he's never won an oval race. He's only That's got five wins, I think, or six wins. Dude, I, okay, literally up until, like, I was about to tweet out before the IndyCar race on Saturday, like, I, for one, don't understand the Colton Hurd hype, and then he had that save and wins, and I'm like, alright, I'm gonna keep my yeah, mouth no, shut. I, I, I think that, like, Colton Hurd is just mad talented in a bad car. He is, he's like, he, he reminds me of, like, Verstappen is, like, super fast, just, like, so he did, the, he did the drifty thing, and you're like, oh, I know a guy who did that. You know what? Had not thought about that but also yeah yeah yeah, yeah. colton hurt is also not 15 years old but he, he's close enough this is true yeah he's only 22 i think or 21 he's, i think he's 21 he's younger than me he's 22 get nutted on fair enough yeah. <laughs> anyways yeah. welcome back to another episode of left turns and loud noises i am your host anthony dietrich I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime and uh, former mayor of Danger Bay and now most recent graduate of the program, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Congratulations hey. again on uh, graduation. I think I did that last episode, but we officially got to celebrate it in person. We did. I was going to say what's good was seeing you once again, my buddy. Yeah. Uh, you know what else was really good, Kevin? The jambalaya? Your dad's jambalaya. I tell you <laughs> what, that was... There's very rare times that you can ever hold me back from getting seconds, but it's it's also not too often I'm getting thirds, and I was ready for a fourth serving of that delicious jambalaya from Mr. Costello, the uh, the original mayor of Danger Bay, I would say, probably. Yeah, would would you say so? He, he definitely puts some type of addictive substance in there because it is just so good. Like It was delicious. So we thank you, Mr. Costello, for the delicious jambalaya. I told you. That I'd give you the shout out, and I mean, we could just go on for another 20 minutes about the cooking, I guess, if you want. But I think there's other things that we could, you know, I guess races happened. 
Kevin. Some races did indeed. Yeah, while we were enjoying that jambalaya, we watched the inaugural Miami Grand Prix, and we ended up watching the Joey Logano William Byron slugfest that was Darlington. Yeah. Um. So I guess we could just start off with Ziff Formula One in Miami. So what do we think? I think, I think it was pretty solid. I think that I like the the, the Miami GP, even though I think, uh, some people including the drivers might have different opinions on it. Yeah, I think, okay. Like I, I love I the execution of the event. It it went a lot better than I thought it was going to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They definitely need to make some changes like Esteban Ocon's um, practice crash. Cause he hit like a concrete wall was literally as many G's as Verstappen's crash in Silverstone last year. Not really. Uh, damn. Yeah, I know. It's it sounds like not true, but I mean, yeah. It's, so it's, like it's, some of those awkward angles will do it to you. I guess I I did not uh did not yeah. think about that. But I thought the, I thought the the racing on the restart was phenomenal. Um, I would have liked it. I think like with like the the Red Bull engine just being so OP, like the long straights there, like definitely aided them. That's why Max flew by and Checo with his deficit, like couldn't get past signs. Mm-hmm. So like at the front, it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was a decent race. Um, definitely helped by the safety car, which you had been begging for the entire race. It felt Yeah. Like. I, I was literally over three on, on my bets that day. And then Pierre Gasly came in clutch with Lando Norris. And so I, I owe Gasly a beer. Um, or or yeah, Lando, uh, maybe. <laughs> Is he old enough? <laughs> yeah, he's got to be over twenty-one. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I think he stopped. I think he graduated high school last year. Okay, but yeah, um, uh, I I enjoyed the event. Um, definitely want to go. Obviously, in the future, in your future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, tickets maybe go down a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. I will say, um, it was odd that we had such a DRS train on the track because the tracks I have expected DRS trains, we we never see that, but. It's like, or at least the new tracks, I'm sorry, that we expect the DRS trains to happen don't seem to happen. But it's like this one in um, Hungary, like, it just seemed really, really difficult for some reason to make a pass. And I'm just not sure, because, I mean, I ha- I did hear drivers talk about, like, the, um, the quality of the track wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And that kind of made things a little more challenging for them to find uh, ways around other cars. But that hairpin out of the long ass back straightaway, whatever you want to call it, like that was definitely a good passing zone. And people were just not able to get moves done either. Like they struggled to, for traction or they were just straight up hitting the car next to them. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like now with a year under our belt with or at least one race under our belt next year, maybe we'll see a more competitive event. But I, I mean, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I think... had a great time. The spectacle was definitely up there, oh, yeah. you know, and that's what Formula One wanted to go for. Like, you can have races. Not every race needs to be a banger, but as long as like you're bringing the, you know, the atmosphere and bringing putting like actual asses in seats and, you know, selling out your your event, that's what you're going for. I mean, at the end of the day, they they probably made bank. They yeah, I what I would say of like changes i'd like to see like i said those those barriers implementation i guess yeah, i mean like i kind of like the uniqueness of the track surface like it's different and i like that kind of own challenge but if the drivers are like it's such a big issue maybe look at that but in mm-hmm. terms of the layout don't change it i know some people are bitching about that like little chicane i don't agree 
I no, think that it was it's quirky, it was, but it yeah. works also. Like it does. It's it not sucks like... that cars had to go off in that section, but I mean, it wasn't like devastating. Yeah, it's not like the Barcelona chicane where it spreads out everything so much. Um, it's You're still able to get runs down that long straightaway. I think if we got rid of it, yeah. then like that long straightaway is just there's no way to defend. Yeah, and they're like literally they have to have it there because of like the track layout. Like, yeah, exactly. You you have to slow the cars down somewhat there. I still don't um, know what that bump is. I still have no idea what that hill is. Um, initially supposed to, or what. Like, if they put that in there, or if that is something that's just naturally by the football stadium, but... It, I, th- I think it's natural, but then also the way they, like, had paved the roads. Um, it, it was kind of funny. I liked it. It was, like, the biggest hill in South Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, two-foot elevation. Yeah, exactly, hill. man. That's, yeah. That's, that'll get me huffing and puffing if I'm not careful. Right. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed it. Um Speaking of huffing and puffing, I'm ready to smoke that Joey Logano pack if you're ready. <laughs> I, I we can we can get into that. I, if I mean, you're down. I don't really have much else to say about F1 other than like I was hoping and praying for a bastard shower, and it never yeah. came. It looked more well. It likely came like two hours early. It, it was actually more likely it was gonna rain during um the Darlington race than it was uh during the Miami race. But who, who knows? Maybe next year we'll see. Uh, We'll see the showers. Um, the showers roll in and quick. There's a there's a Miami. ten year deal for that for the Miami Grand Prix. If, if it, it doesn't if rain it, in ten years in Miami, that's I was going to say if they somehow go all ten years without a rain storm in, in practice or qualify or qualifying or race, I'm going to be my socks will be blown off. Amazing, we get to strap TNT to Kevin's feet. If there yeah. is no rain in ten years, I can't wait. Penciled up. Pencil We're gonna up. recreate my favorite scene in uh Forrest Gump. Um, all right, so uh Darlington, Joey Logano. Um I why do we need to just wreck cars or just well, straight up not allow like is it just when was the last time we've had a photo finish, Kevin? I you know, I was like, thinking about shit. that earlier this week. I think like super speedway or non super speedway? Uh, non-super speedway, because obviously, you know, super speedways we've had a bunch, but are we counting like the all-star open? Which one? What was that? Twenty sixteen or seventeen? I think it was like back-to-back years. I maybe nineteen as well. I think hey, nineteen. I can't remember had, nineteen um... at all for the life of me. But um, so like points paying non, um, actual points, full points paying events, non-super speedways. There you go. For a finish of a race or finishes a stage? I know that sounds Finish stupid. of a race, because I'm not... I mean, dude, I can't remember stage. I was going to say, I feel like there was unless, one at Chicago Land and stage Unless four-time two. stage winner Ty Dillon, you know. <laughs> um, in the Cup Series, Phoenix 2016? That was a photo finish. Yeah, with Harvick and Edwards. Yeah, that was. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that was the Newman win. <laughs> Um, oh, no. <laughs> that's why I was confused. Um, yeah, I don't know who else, where else. Um, let me see if I can Google it because Google. We've had like great finishes. Don't get me wrong, but no, no photo. Yeah, but like I, I mean, obviously that's not like I. You can't guarantee that Logano versus Byron is gonna be a photo finish, but it was just kind of a, it's kind of a cock tease, really. You know, like we had 
the finish, <laughs> like Logano ran him down. It was looking really good, and then just kind of drove completely right through him. Like, yeah, he wasn't even there. I mean, Byron was definitely fighting the car at the end there, but I mean, and and to, to for context, we're two weeks behind on this, so we're gonna talk about old races when. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know. Just... My my philosophy is like I understand where Logano was coming from in terms of like on the restart, he got kind of <laughs> walled a little bit, but also. If the roles are reversed next time around at most tracks, non-super speedway, and Byron does the same thing, like, Logano has no room to bitch. Logano's gonna have a fucking absolute hissy fit. But also, like, fair play to Logano. He bumped him. It's like one of those bumps and it was literally just a bump and run, but you don't see that at bigger tracks. Yeah. Like, I I don't think that's a good precedent. Bump and run is one thing, I guess, but, like, I don't know. I mean, we were talking about this, I feel like, a couple weeks ago with, I think, like, Chastain at, um, at Coda. Mm-hmm. Just felt like he didn't need to run through him, but he did it anyways. And, like, obviously, roles reversed. It's like, if Byron does that, I'm I'm not as upset. I still think it's kind of dumb, but, you know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Everyone has their own racing philosophy. Byron's never been, like, a dirty driver and Logano has been in terms of like perception. So like Logano's got nothing to lose and he, he don't want to race and dude, I don't know. I think he, he did not want a race on pavement since 2020. Yeah. Cause he won dirt last year. But yeah. Uh, did, did scoring and timing, not get invented until the 90s uh okay so i'm looking right now Uh, let me okay yeah all right i i was making a joke but actually in nascar so beginning with (laughs) (laughs) of all fucking races to start standardizing the ten thousandth of a second with transponders do you want to guess what it fucking was what year 93 okay do you want to uh, guess like where they they started using thousands of a second? Is it a track currently on the schedule? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give you like two guesses if you really need it. Martinsville? No. Tracks currently on the schedule. So like all the mile and a halfs, no. Um I'll give you a hint. It's not the same configuration. Oh, you bastard Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> no! What? No. Sonoma, dude! Well, technically, it is the same configuration. Not in 1993, it wasn't. That had the carousel still. They got rid of the oh. carousel, I think, in 99 or 2000. Wait, so they, they, have the the... Car- they have the carousel, got rid of the car- carousel, brought back the carousel, and now yeah. the carousel's gone and now again. now the carousel's gone again. Oh my god, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Dude, I, huh. did, I would never have thought. I was That's wondering. Funny. I was like, I'm looking at like, the, like the closest finishes, and there's just nothing before 1994. And I'm just like, did photo finishes not get invented until the 90s? Because <laughs> Indy never really had photo finishes either until the 90s. And I'm just like, what the fuck's going on here? And then I realized like the the scoring and timing like wasn't as precise as it was i mean dude they they took them three fucking days to figure out who won the first daytona five i was gonna say that was, i was about to bring that up yeah 
Yeah, well, we all know Hank Parker Jr. did, but anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, looking at it, there's really nothing outside of plate track. It, there's honestly nothing outside of plate tracks, out like even just discounting the last few years. So we were, you were correct. It was 2016. Um, Phoenix was the last photo finish non Daytona race that we had. I didn't realize the 2022 500. I have to. Don't know why I can't remember how close it was. It was really close. Yeah, um, it wasn't like photo finish us. Oh, like, well, technically speaking, only because it was like close doesn't mean that it was a photo finish. But like the 2019 Kentucky race that Kurt Busch won was seven. Was it seven hundredths of a second? It's not really that close. Yeah, I. That's Closer the... than that one. I don't know why I always thought as a kid the. The 2004 fall Kansas race between Nemechek and Ricky Rudd, I always thought that was closer than it actually was. It's weird. The which one? It, it's it's a race that's lost in history. Like it was like Joe Nemechek's last win, and I just remember it because I was in San Diego oh, okay. that weekend, and I like I just remember waking up at like it was weird that a race was starting at like 10:30 or 11. Niche memory. Yeah, it's just like one of those races that for some reason lives in my head rent rent free. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want a photo. Now I think we're gonna just talk about photo finishes every single week until we get one. <laughs> I, think I was that's... gonna say we. I mean, like I'd rather look. Have... We spoke into existence the Daniel Hemrick win, did we not? We did. Like, the championship. We kind of spoke did. that into existence. Um, we spoke into existence Brandon Jones getting his first win. We did. Are, I we saying, are we saying to... Coke 600 photo finish? I mean, yeah, why not? All right. Maybe reverse roles of Bowman and um, Kyle Busch, like the Johnson and Labonte mm-hmm. uh, race, because that's on here. That's actually... Where is it? I saw it. I saw it. Okay, that's like the 26th closest finish in NASCAR history. So I didn't really know that it was like that that close outside of like super speedways. I think it's top eight. I want to say one of those one of those classic Charlotte finishes. <laughs> All right, getting oh. back getting back to the the topic at hand. So yeah, good for Logano, Bull Logano also. But at the end of the day, right. good for Darlington. The car, this car, is great on yeah off frick tab mile and, and a half um, which is such a reversal because it's like they swap like the short tracks have been mid but then the mile and a half has been good so yep all right um that's enough nascar talk because i'm ready to talk about the uh blackout drunk race from saturday that might have been I more think, than blackout is this drunk. our first blackout drunk race of the year across like all three main series across like all three like even if we do we want to count Xfinity and truck in this blackout drunk talk because I've only seen a handful of those races live all year to tell you if it was blackout. Drunk. I feel like every truck race is blackout drunk, but That's I know what fair. you mean. Across like the, the three top like premier series, this was the first blackout drunk race we've had in the year. I would. Well, well, uh, I'm Coda was Bristol pretty blackout. Well, okay, this was the first blackout open wheel race of the year. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And yeah, I'm not surprised that Colton Herta won this race. I am a little surprised 
that even in a non-Penske car, Simon Pagano still, like, because he is considered the best wet, um, like, wet race driver in the field, I, I would say. Is in he? IndyCar. Him or Will Power. Okay. Like, I just remember, I think, when I think of, like, Don, like, the last time we had a rain race at Indy, I think, at least that I watched, was the year that Pagano just drove through the field twice. Oh, wait, yeah, he did at Indy, right? Yeah, like yeah. that was. I think he also won the. Did he win the five hundred that yeah, year? Yeah, he swept. He swept the month of May because he won. He yeah. won that race. He won the pole for the five hundred, and then he won. Yeah, the just absolute domination. It's our first year doing this podcast. Yeah. And I mean, dude, Colton Herta looked just as dominant. I mean, it didn't really matter, but I mean, putting the slicks on late with the rain coming down that was hilarious. Like, Pato Award spun out. Who he spun out twice? I'm pretty sure. Uh, he spun out. Pato definitely. Well, he like out. ran into his teammate. Yeah, like dude, it was so fucking sloppy at the end of the race. The beginning of the race yeah. too, just so much like self spins. People just getting no grip, going in the wet parts, driving on fucking slicks and wets. It it was a very sloppy race. And I can't remember the last time Indy had a finish that was like timed besides the New Orleans race. Off the top of my head. Um. See, I, I, I know nothing about that New Orleans race. So I saw, I watched a little, like a little ten minute thing about because I forget that they went to New Orleans one year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's a weird looking track. First of all, second of all, I mean, it was just sloppy wet that year, and I that's one of Hinch's few road course wins. So okay, hey, speaking of uh, New Orleans, you want to go to the Florida State University versus? Louisiana State University basketball game. I don't want to watch those fucking lo- oh basketball. No, 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 football, football. Oh, I don't want to watch those losers. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm uh, part of my job. Maybe I'll have a weekly thing for each episode. You get free tickets or like I, I have to promote. Day. I have to promote something. Um, yeah, 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 With my why work. You, why don't you promote winners? Uh, I, hate, I, 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 I hate that FSU. Like, just upsets me, man. Like, I used to have so much fun watching these games. Yeah. Um, I, I, w- I will say I had more fun watching the IndyCar race, but hey, maybe FSU will surprise me this year. Sure, dude, you'll sell yeah. tickets. It's in the fucking Superdome, dude. Yeah, I know. It's dope. That's, That's where they should do the next uh, clash, man. Like, nothing would go wrong with putting those cars inside of a dome. Nothing, nothing. at all. I can't think nothing. of one potential thing. That There's... would be sick. I mean, it, honestly, now, if they're going to do, like, an indoor race, like, it's going to it's gonna be at... They're going to hold the clash in Chicago. <laughs> At the Coliseum. Um, I mean, oh, it was McLaughlin. McLaughlin was the other one who spun out from the lead. And then he spun out again when the race went started. So he was the other yeah. one just in hell, man. They were just – and that sucks because, like, look at all the championship competitors that had trouble in that race. Palau spun out and got in trouble. McLaughlin got in trouble. Pato got in trouble. Bro, Scott Dixon, Scott Dixon was a lap down and still top ten. Yeah, exactly. Like – this is definitely so. If I look at the standings, I mean we're early, but the next race is a double points race. And mm-hmm. Kevin, I I know your opinion on double points races. You think they're stupid, but at, for no, the I like it for the five hundred. I, I like it. I like it for the for five hundred. Absolutely, yeah. I get it. It's a it's the most important race this season, mm-hmm. dude. Holy shit! Like I I get like you know it's kind of early on the year, but McLaughlin has led the most laps by almost two hundred laps over the next best driver. Yeah, because he led a fuck ton of Texas, and then like pretty much every lap. No, not not every lap at St. Pete, but essentially like most of the laps at St. Pete. Um, yeah, but yeah, Will Power moved into the points lead from this. He did. Um, Will and... Power's finished third, fourth, fourth, 
fourth and third. So. He's Scott Dixoning his way to a championship, man. I he love is. it. Yeah. If he wins the Indy 500, that's really going to propel him at that point. And he's yeah. now becoming one of the favorites, especially as we were talking about, like, top of the show. Like, Penske and, and Ganassi look real fast. So. Is this the renaissance of willpower? Are we witnessing it? Dude, this... Uh, forget Colt Herta. Move him up to F1. <laughs> it's kind of been like the... He's kind of been like the Kurt Busch of NASCAR in terms of he'll always... Like, he's good for one win a week. At least one win a year. Uh, has he done what Kurt Busch yeah. did? Yeah. Let me. I, I want to kind of double check it here. Can I view career statistics? Yeah. Holy shit. He's done a win in every year of open wheel racing since his cart days in 2007. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, no, Champ Car. Let me let me call it by its okay. government name. Um. Damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. He. I mean, he's like should have had two last year. 2020. Like it was like one of like the. Friday IndyCar races on the oval when they did like the Harvest Grand Prix. He also won. I'm I'm pretty sure he also yeah he won the Harvest GP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's fucking sick. I I mean, yeah. Now I'm kind of rooting for him to get a win, and if he wins the Indy 500 again, that's dope. I don't think that he necessarily will, but I mean, the way Penske and and Ganassi are looking, I'm expecting him and Dixon to fight for it. That'd be not. That'd be good. I'm also kind of like dark horsing it because i wanted to get phil on today and i mean i don't think we're gonna get him in time um because he just flew in uh but i mean i i'm curious if like a dark horse of like barkus erickson like how he's gonna do at the oval because he's running the 500 again and i mean he's looked consistent as well he's had a little bit of trouble but i mean he ran well at texas if i recall correctly i think he got third third yeah, Erickson's been sleepy, sleepy good this year. Bar, um, yeah, he had the bad, yeah, he he had the bad finish at Long Beach. Other than that, like you know, he's doing he's and he was top three in that race when he crashed into the wall. Yeah, so never know, man, never know. Um, we'll we'll try and get Phil for next week, but I get to hang out with Phil tonight, Kevin. I don't think I told you, but um, oh. if I decide to. I'll, I'll figure it out, but this could potentially be my car tonight. So I'm making my IndyCar league debut in a series oh, called Vark with um with my good friend of the program, Phil Clark, and one of my friends painted this car for me. I have to pay for it, but um I told him I wanted uh the flags on it from the podcast. He just kinda you know, he threw together a car for us. Or Dude, for that is sick. I mean, I gotta run it, even though I'm probably gonna run it in dead ass last. I gotta fucking run it. That's fucking awesome. I wonder how the spoiler is gonna work since we have our logo on the spoiler. That's kind of weird. Um, you gotta post yeah. it to the Twitter. I will. I will. Yeah. Especially make that the damn Twitter header. I would love to stream it tonight for sure. Um, I might do a podcast car for season four of UFL. I don't know yet. Um. But yeah, we got uh, we got Kansas races that happened. Yeah, I was gonna say I could not I, tell you what happened I, in trucks. Who, I didn't. I I forgot there was a truck race. Until I was time. watching Doctor Strange. Oh, how'd you like it? Oh wait, no, that was Darlington. No, I mean Doctor Strange was still good. Was was there a truck race last weekend? There was a truck race. I couldn't tell you who won it. You want to find out together? Oh, I think it was Zane Smith. Oh, I. W- you're right, he did dominate that race. Whatever, man. I wanted to f- Eh, tough. 
whatever. I, I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't know. I honestly thought Corey Heim had won it at first. That's how much I was paying attention. Was there an Xfinity race? Um, no. Okay, cool. That's one less thing we have to worry about. All yeah. right, the cup race. Um, I spent most of my Sunday getting ready for my new job and moving. So I only caught the last 35 laps of the race, but I caught the most important 35 laps because it was probably one of the best battles of the season. And nobody wrecked, technically speaking, even though Kyle Larson was trying his absolute damnedest to wreck the entire the entire race. Yeah, it was it was I mean, like Kansas was always good, even in the. Like horrible package days like Kansas was the bright spot. Uh, it's it's in that like perfect age right now of worn outness to where it's like you can run it's sweet spot yeah. both lines. It's like they got rid of Chicago at the perfect time, and I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, great for Kansas. Don't think it deserves two races a year. I'm gonna throw that out there. No, it doesn't. Um, I know why it has it casino money, but like I like the crowd. No offense, dog water. Oh really? I didn't. I uh, it was it was, it was bad, bro. You could like I mean, you know how it, you know how it says Kansas Speedway in the grandstands. Yeah, yeah. You could you could have read Kansas Speedway. Man, dude, it's crazy. But then the haters are gonna tell us, well, where were your tickets? I dude, we live in Florida. I yeah, I'm. We right we Florida, literally yeah. live in the fucking dick of like the United States. It's uh-huh. hard for us to get out of here. Like I have to drive six hours or like five hours north just to get out of the state. I'm pretty sure. Like. See you later. Yeah, I. I don't know. It's. I, I'm glad the racing's good at the mile and a half. It, it's such a roller reversal. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the Coke 600. First time yeah, in a while. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna get excited for it only because like it, I, I feel like I'm gonna get hurt. But uh. Granted, I will just be coming over uh, a Monaco and. Indy that day and like last year I mean granted last year was different because I was at the 500 but like I came home and I just slept and woke up with like five laps to go and saw Larson win and then I was looking through what happened during the race and they were like absolutely nothing and I was like yeah I uh I'm not going to the music festival I sometimes go to during um that weekend so I'll be able to watch all three races but um it's not I might I might be home I might be home I mean, you can come over to the new apartment and watch all three races. I was going to say, I, m- I might just do that, Anthony. Well, I'm either going, there's like 50% chance I go there, 49% chance I go visit uh, a buddy of mine, and then 1% chance I send it to Indy. I mean, that w- that 1% chance is not a zero. So. It's not a zero. All right. Um. Well, I I guess we never even really talked about the fact that Kurt Busch won. But uh, oh yeah, Kurt Busch won the race. His guaranteed <laughs> one win a year. Um, maybe this is the year he gets two. I, I can't tell you off the top of my head when the last time Kurt Busch won two races in he a got, season. He got two. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Richmond and Pocono. Yeah. Wow, I'm good. More than likely that was it. He also only ran 33 of the 36 races that year. Yeah. I, he missed the first three. Yeah. Was that the penalty for the whole like? It was like the domestic situation. Yeah. Okay. That ended up being bullshit. And yeah. yeah, who who was driving his car those races? Regan Smith. Of course. No, wait. I... No, I'm trying to think. In the Mark Martin. 
in the 500 I think uh I got to I now I'm now I'm just I want to find out. Okay. I think Matt Crafton took over cuz both Crush brothers no, weren't Matt in the Crafton race. was in the 18 car. Yeah, so he I was like him and I think it was Regan Smith in the 41. I'm looking. Cuz I remember Regan I saw Smith a tweet. was in the 41. This is this is how we just get so goddamn off topic. I love it. So, okay, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Regan Smith in the 41. Yeah, I wonder what yeah. who was in the 41 in Vegas. I wonder. Uh, Regan and he yeah. finished 16th, 17th, and I'm pretty sure he finished fucking 18th at Daytona. Consistency. He finished key. fucking 17th at Daytona. Motherfucker, the most goddamn 17th place driver ever. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> that's that, that's fucking great. So yeah, Kurt Busch. He, I need him to get another win this year, not just because like that would be cool. It's like. He's had a tough season so far. This yeah. win was huge. His car looked great. Led 116 laps. Fucking just drove it back to the front. Beat out Larson just straight up. Great battle. Larson had never made contact. Larson hit the wall. I was just They never actually touched. That was about as clean as it's gotten all year for a win, I think. Yeah, I like... It, refreshing, especially after Darlington. Um... Yeah, good for Kurt. Good for the Jordan brand. I yeah, I'm not a diecast cars, person. Yeah, and cars I know there's been ugly, but I kind of want it. No, but I think it's sick. It's like, cause it's unique. It's so unique, and I love it. And like, good for like, the good fire for suit was wacky. Well. The car was wacky. It's not the type of typical car you expect. And like, I mean, that was like you know, Bubba obviously won at Talladega, but this is the first like green to checkered, like yeah. full race win. Yeah. So, you know, I'm hoping they get more. And that's another thing. Bubba was having himself a good race. I heard that he, like, got a penalty for, like, a loose tire. Bro, he got so team. many penalties because his pick that crew's sucks. so bad. Still, and drove still, up to, still drove to 10th. Probably had one of the fastest cars outside of his teammate on that final run. I remember, like, he was started, in, I think, in, like, 20th and drove all the way up to 10th there. Mm-hmm. Um, And Ricky Stenhouse is just getting a bunch of top 10s very quietly. He has been. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, nice. I guess this is also Denny Hamlin, uh, technical car owner gets another win. So good for Denny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. his first real quote unquote win. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I mean, whatever. it felt earned. It, it felt it, earned. It, it, I mean, the more both earned. Were earned, but like you know, earned. definitely this one was, they, they were both hard fought. This one was very difficult because Larson yeah. really put up a good fight. Um, I want to talk about uh, something I saw brought up on Twitter because, like, there was uh, news today about the 31 and 11's penalties. Um, they not only upheld their penalties for losing a tire, um, but now they've been suspended, both the crew chief and the two crewmen, for the uh, all-star race, as well as the four points-paying races because uh, those teams thought they found a loophole in the penalties they didn't. And... I wanted to know, like, we're a couple, we're about 13 races in, uh, about 15 if you count, like, the exhibition races. What do we think about the uh, the, the one lug nut at this point? Because, I mean, one thing that I saw on Sunday was the Eric Jones incident, which reminded me of Botos at... Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> and, I mean, it's... The one lug nut has caused more problems, I think, than than it's solved. Yeah, I and I don't know if this is a NASCAR thing because look at how many other 
sports use one lug nut and i mean obviously open wheel cars but like it's also imza and like the gt cars also use one lug nut so why is nascar having the issue here i think a lot of the way i see it is a lot of um crew members were so used to getting it like barely tired or back when we had five like only four on type of thing that like the muscle memory is literally just like do it as quick as you can and like timing so important and then yeah i like that look i'm i'm for the penalties i know they're steep but if a tire comes off in a race that is extremely dangerous to not only the drivers on the uh track but also the fans if god forbid it gets hit up into the stands you know so I'm fine with the penalties, and I think NASCAR has been extreme. This is probably the most consistent rulings that they've had because every time this gets appealed, it it, it never like it, the penalty doesn't change. I think the penalty is too much. I'm gonna be honest. Like I a mean, month but, a month off, especially for the crew chief dude who doesn't do anything. I mean, I get it, but like it's it it should be making these teams better at making sure everything's tight and secure. But I saw our friend Nathan post about it today that a lot of this is like it's it's sometimes it's out of the crew's control and i wonder how you feel about it because like he mentioned that the guns are supplied by nascar right and he thinks that like faulty guns might be a part of this not just the whole muscle memory thing that you just mentioned and i kind of can see it that way too but you think in the appeal process like the teams are bringing that up they're not just like well well, this is just steep this isn't fair you know yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like it's so out of the control in terms of play, especially when it's like you can say, yeah, all the guns are the same and whatnot, but like it it just doesn't work that way. And if there is a faulty gun, like the teams don't know until they try it. I mean, even even back yeah. in um like the older the, the five augment days, sometimes the the gun would just like not work, and they'd have to switch up to a backup. But like now, like when you have one shot, like it's it's easier to catch that problem when you have five lugs and you're like, oh, it, it it's not working. But okay. when it's only one and then the, yeah. the, the jack fan drops it, it's like, all right, well. Hear me out on this one, then. Um, let's just let the teams create their own guns again. Eh. I mean, look, the idea of it was, quote unquote, like save money and costs. But like another idea is that it's supposed to level the playing field with the pit crews. I promise you, it wasn't the gun's fault that the people who are working three jobs are not good at being like pit crew guys. That's no offense to them. They're just they're not professional pit crew guys. It's not going to level the fucking playing field if everyone gets a clean pit stop and fucking um, Corey LaJoy on old tires is just restarting at the fucking front anyways and just like doesn't know how to get a good eh, that's a bad example because Corey actually isn't that bad like oh fucking the whoever's driving the 38 car every year who is know? driving the 38 car this year Gillen, it's, right? the, it, it's the toddler yeah <sighs> the toddler. um just i mean dude it, it, it's if it really is cutting or saving that much like money i i mean there's other ways to do it i think i just you know i'd rather not see the tires fly off but i mean if it really is just laziness by the guys, and I understand them getting ejected at that point, but I, I don't know. I'm. We, how many did we see this weekend? Like two, three. Uh, I, I on the broadcast, someone like they drove away, but like didn't get out of the pit box. 
Okay, I mean, I don't know if that one. So, so that became like they it didn't count, but that would have been another had they not caught it. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we don't. <sighs> we can yeah. fix some of the problems because obviously, maybe they need to learn from sports cars. I guess with IMSA, how they do it right, but other series are not fought like failing to get these things correctly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, I'm really far behind on the Formula E season. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't even know. Haven't. We're yeah. we'll do Formula E talk maybe next week. I have to download. Well, I'll tell you how I. I'm not gonna give. The, I have to go find the races. Is what I meant to say. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, do we give a fuck about the All Star race this weekend? Dude, the most excited I am for this weekend is Indy 500 qualifying. Then yeah. Barcelona, and then yeah. All Star. I like the Open. I like the Open. I mean, the I'll watch it, good. but I'm like, because it's, it's like, like the only chance some of these bum drivers have to like you know race their way in. But now literally everyone's in the fucking All Star race, and there's four open slots. It's like, dude, you might as well just let everyone in the All Star race at this point. But... I do like that it's on a Sunday night now. I know that's kind of a weird thing, but I like that. I don't really care. Because, like, way. Sunday, it's, like, a day full race. It's, like, Barcelona, and then you watch Indy 500 qualifying, and then NASCAR Jesus at night. Jesus Christ, there's only 16. There are, are there more cars in the actual All-Star race? Dude, we've there had so many winners. There are more cars in yeah. the All-Star race than the Open. This is just, they don't need, I, I didn't even realize the rule to get into the All-Star race now is you just had to make the playoffs. Oh, wait, what? It is? I, I guess it's not just a win anymore. I mean, obviously, win and you're in, but like, you know. But like, I, can you point your ways into the playoffs? Like, I'm trying to think if there's anyone in that. Was I'm trying to think who it was last year that pointed their way in. Almirola? No, Al. Well, now he won. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Um, because I'm looking at some of the names that don't belong here, and they won this year, like. Is is Christopher is Christopher Bell locked in? Christopher Bell won last year. Is no, is he? But he won before the All Star race, and that's when it doesn't matter. It's the full year, and then the first seven races of this year. That's I'm sorry, thirteen. No, it's always been like Kevin. It's literally always been that since I've been watching NASCAR in two thousand one. It's still stupid. It should be All Star to All Star. Why don't okay okay John NASCAR? Why don't you go fucking take over the Uh, sport? Fucking well. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. John, Make my day. John NASCAR. <laughs> Twist his dick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I forgot AJ Holmendinger had won a race for a second because he's in the All Star race. Yeah, so, only I was like there. 16... You were there. I was there. Yeah, the track blew up because you were there. I, my fault. My bad. You did it. This I, is your it, fault. It, it must have been me. I was there. <laughs> um. I forgot what I was looking at. I was looking at the entry list for the Open. Um, so it's so for the Open, we have Austin Dillon, Corey LaJoy, Tyler Reddick, Garrett Smithley, Chris Busher, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, Todd Gillen, Cole Custer, Ty Dillon, Eric Jones, Stenhouse, Cody, um, Lanny Castle in the 77, BJ in the 78, and Suarez. I don't see anyone else really showing up for this one. Cause... Give me, give me Tyler Reddick. Give yeah, me Austin Tyler Dillon. Reddick. And give me no. Cole Custer and then Suarez the fan vote. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this one. I'm even gonna fucking name it in order of how this is gonna happen. 
Chris Buescher is going to win the first stage because that Ford finds a way to be fast for 20 laps and then shits its britches. Tyler Reddick's going to win the second race because he's going to have to go full crazy mode to get it. And then for the third and final one, give me Ty Dillon versus Cole Custer coming to the line, wrecking each other and giving Austin Dillon the win. And then Daniel Suarez wins the fan vote because we need to all vote for Daniel Suarez. I don't know how I would react to that if you actually got that right. I could see it happening. I just feel like that is the only way I mean, if Ty Dillon's anywhere near the lead, do you think he's going to finish the race cleanly? No. No. We learned this lesson before. We've we, seen this movie. We, he we, only we've wins. Been he we've doesn't been win the, like, okay, if it was Ty Dillon coming to the end of stage two or stage one, yeah, no, he's the cleanest driver. He might be the greatest driver of all time. But if he's <laughs> coming for a win, dude's going to just fucking wreck the entire field. He only wins stages. That's why he's four-time stage winner Ty Dillon. I'm trying to think, like, I almost am a little scared for Reddick. I think he just the raw speed in general, but, like, obviously Bro, he he's, so, had, good. he's so good at the top. And at the Texas, I've, there is no top. Oh yeah. I've never seen anyone have this much bad luck. It's like we have to ignore him while he's racing so that yeah. nothing happens to him. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do at this point. Like, where is he in points? I'm just curious. Like, he's got to be, like, outside the top 20 at this point. No, I think he's in there. I mean, he's got enough, like, stage points and whatnot. He, I, I think he's a stage okay, winner, he's too. 50. He's 50. He's got four top fives and five, ten top tens. It just feels like he's always having something stupid happening. Yeah. he's like, He has five second-place finishes, so he's only three away from Larson until he won. Dude, or maybe Larson? That, maybe No, that was... uh. Chase Elliott. Larson has the least amount of running at finishes, and the next driver to have that is Denny Hamlin, 20th. Washed. With nine. I mean, Hamlin, we all know, but. Yeah. Where's Austin Sindrick? He always gets in crashes all the time. Yeah. Not as many as I thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either well, way. Other stuff to look forward to. Uh, Barcelona. The... Yeah, Barcelona. I told, you, I told. Look, if I'm on. If we're talking predictions, I'm I'm also going to I've already told you what I think is going to happen in the next 2 weeks. So we mm-hmm. have we we pretty much have determined in Formula 1 that Red Bull are dummy fast on straightaways. Like they That's the thing the, about Barcelona, they only have one. Yeah. And Barcelona's coming up and Monaco's coming up. The Ferraris are better in high downforce and apparently they just upgraded the car more, which we'll see how that works. But Carlos Sainz is from Spain. Mm-hmm. Charles Leclerc is from Monaco. Mm-hmm. And the cars run really well in high downforce. It's a high downforce track, hard to pass. I mean, I'd love it if both drivers can win their home tracks. I think that would be fucking awesome. Especially but you know what you know what you're forgetting now? There's gravel traps in Spain. No. Well that. Oh, well yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things. And, one of my first, Charles and, Leclerc has never finished a race. Exactly. Not even. Not even Charles the historic. Leclerc, Charles Leclerc has only completed. If I want it, I'm just gonna take a guess. I have no idea. He's probably only completed 11 percent of the laps. The last three Monaco races. If I, if I'm probably correct on that too. Well, he didn't complete any last year. Year before At that, zero. there was a Monaco. He only completed, I think, 20 in 2019. Yeah. And I then, don't even know what lab he crashed on in 2018, but I mean... It was towards the end, but still. All right, I'm going to do math real quick. I'll get back to you. Okay. Essentially, though, yeah, not great. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I, I don't want to get into Monaco just yet because I know we're going to have a no, big No, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into that before the race uh, races that week. But um, 
Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a good weekend of racing and cars on track this I'm upcoming curious. weekend, which is a good tease for the the best one. I'm really curious how these new cars will handle um the what is it uh, Barcelona because obviously they run a little bit better together in low downforce than they used to in the past, and mm-hmm. maybe we'll see some good passes. I mean, there, technically there are two. Um, oh he okay. That was a little later in the race than I thought. Leclerc crashed on lap 70 yeah. at that Monaco race. I thought that was much earlier. So, apologies. I don't remember there being, like, didn't Ricardo win 2018? Yeah. I watched that race. I don't remember that wreck happening. I don't know. What to it tell was you. also very early in the morning. I might have fallen asleep <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> All right. That that was a pretty like lame year, honestly. For um, in terms of like the the trilogy of races, because like Indy that year, like Will Power dominated. Yeah. Um. No, Pagano. Oh no, I'm sorry, Pagano won the year after. I don't even know who won the Coke 600 that year. 2018, probably Truex. No, he was 2016 and 2019. Uh. Kyle Busch. Maybe. I'm gonna. I'll double check it. For yeah, me. no. Was, Kyle was dominated. Like not yeah, like Truex 2016 dominated, but pretty damn any, close. He didn't do any laps in. Uh, all right, one second. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm curious what the. Uh, like I just want them to get rid of that damn chicane. It's unnecessary. They will. I, I guess they're reviewing. They will, it. or this might be the final to. year. This might God, be the final I sure year. I hope it is. Yeah. I've had enough of it. I gotta do math, sorry. Um, fucking hell, man. I can't I can't fucking remember numbers right now. I'm exhausted. Well, I'm not exhausted. I'm just kind of not. 36.75% of the laps. That's how many... That's the percentage of laps that Charles Leclerc has completed in his only three Monaco races. Not even half. That's tough. But you see, Kevin, here's the thing. The number is 0.367521. So think about this for a second. How many wins does Charles Leclerc have this season? Two. Yes, and where did he finish it? I, I'm trying to make something out of this. Okay, now I'll, I'll play along with it. How many? Where did he finish at Imola? Sixth. Sure. How many championships does Michael Schumacher have? <laughs> so if we, I don't know how the fuck I can do this, honestly. I'm just what to are you trying to do? I'm trying to prove that Charles Leclerc is going to win at Monaco based on the fact there's a one in this number. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Noted. I don't know. Um. All right. So anything else this weekend? Uh, IndyCar is qualifying this weekend. Who do we think's on the pole? Dixon. I'm gonna just. I'm. I'm I gonna say New Garden. Dixon looked fastest. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. No, it, they never got another entry, did they? It's just 33 cars. Is... Yeah. Which is, which is fine. There's no bump day, but now the qualifying is different. I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, they have an extra round of qualifying, but I really don't think that's going to change much, especially because the experience there. Um, in terms of, like, I mean, Grosjean yesterday was, like, 30th, so hopefully he does better. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. 
I mean, I I would like to see like some wild card get in there and try and do something. I'm interested for sure um in some potential upsets with so like there's like the non full time drivers in the race. Uh, you got Montoya in the six, which was having a good run until I still have not seen a replay of that crash. I don't think they have a replay because it was just so misty. Um, J.R. Hildebrand in the 11. Please just don't break my heart. Um, <laughs> Santino in the 23, which I, I Dreyer and Reinbold racing. Oh, that's us. Is Sage normally in the 24? Yeah. Okay. They look fast, though. Keep an eye on them. Who? The, those guys, the 23 those and guys, 24. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of guys who are, like, competing in this race, and there are a lot of open-wheel guys. I mean, this is going to be Grosjean's first 500. Yeah. Jimmy's first 500. Callum Eilat is doing the 500, um, which is going to be very interesting. I'm interested to see Christian Lungard, considering how fast Ray Hall Letterman looked last year with... Um, with Graham and that race obviously fell apart for him. So I'm, and I think Lundgaard might surprise us with it, like a really solid run. I think. I'm, I'm going to leave you with a stat. We're not even going to wrap the field because there is no beating this stat. I heard it yesterday while, while watching um, practice for the 500. Jimmy Johnson has completed more 500 mile races than the entire field has competed in combined. Thank you, NASCAR. Yeah, literally. If you see a NASCAR worker, thank him. <laughs> or her. Thank Joe uh, NASCAR. Thank you, John Joe. NASCAR. Thank, thank you, John NASCAR. Joe yeah. NASCAR is, is a degenerate alcoholic brother that That's we don't fair. speak of. Um, <laughs> uh, make sure to follow us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you are listening to us. Make sure to check us out on stadiumscene.tv. Um, I don't know if anyone streams Vark. I don't even know if I'm going to get this episode out before uh, tonight. We recorded on what, what, Wednesday, the twenty, yes. the eighteenth. Everyone, May. everyone, wish Anthony luck in uh, the race. You will hear after he competes in. Can't wait for Phil to yell at me next week when I've accidentally crashed into him while I'm two laps down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTLN Podcast. Uh, I'll make sure to post the car once I pay the fee for it. And, uh, yeah, until next time, I've been Anthony. And I've been Kevin. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.